What we do here is go back, 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 back. back. Welcome to You Can Call Me Jazz. Oh, we're starting. Yeah. I'm Jazz, I'm, J- no, I'm Jazz Catcher. I'm Alicia Catcher. I haven't even introduced you yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I need no introduction. <laughs> yeah, too true. Anywho, hashtag YCCMJ. That's right. I have put the, uh, the hashtag in front of it. And I feel very honored to have my very first guest on the podcast, my wife. The copy, copywriting extraordinaire, the love of my life, my wife, Alicia Catcher. You can call her Alicia. Mm, you can call me dude. All right, dude. No, you can call me Alicia. Leash? Mm, only you really call me that. What do you call me? Oh, I don't think we should say it on the podcast. <laughs> It'll be embarrassing for both of us. It's better than dickhead or something like that. Yeah, that's it. That, that's, that's regular. Majority. Yeah. Let's not go with pet names. Yeah, no. You don't want me to go there. It might be a little bit early. Um, yeah, it's probably a bit early for my very first guest to start ripping out all the pet names. Yeah, and I'm already really conscious about embarrassing myself or saying something dumb, so let's not open. Well, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, which I'm guessing you have. You, all of them. Not, I'm not, your biggest fan. Not guessing. I know. Yeah. Because I get you to critique them. He actually holds a gun to my head, puts me in a small room, plays them <laughs> up really loud, and then makes me rate them that's and share just, them. But that's just my thing. Yeah. That's, a, like, that's, that's my my tool to get off, I suppose. Yeah. That's just how <laughs> we roll. Yeah. Everyone has their thing. Guns to heads. Yours is podcast yeah. torture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I keep, I'll keep them short, but like they're coming um, longer and longer and more, more rambly, I suppose, but... I want to get to uh, to your current thing at the moment with um, your, I suppose, your employment climate. Okay. Yeah, or where, where you stand now, because uh, you've taken the plunge. I have taken, taken the, plunge. the plunge. We both have, in a way. Well, you really forced me to take the plunge, and I guess when we talk about taking the plunge, it's... I had a gun to her head then as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was nearly pulling the trigger on my own head for a few months there, so... <laughs> it's like, like Russian roulette, but every um, every little bit of it was... Uh, every chamber had a bullet in it. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I guess you're talking about taking the plunge from being employed to being self-employed. Yeah, that's it. Which I've very recently done. So going from a corporate job, mm-hmm. which I've been in corporate for... 15 odd years way too long you know going to work very face full of makeup high heels meetings Mm -hmm. just being a corporate wanker really (laughs) doing work that I like sometimes but I don't know I guess just feeling like a square peg trying to squeeze into a round hole and trying to fit in with everything that goes along with the corporate world and really forcing yourself to do something every day that while it might not be bad or, you know, the people are good or the place is good or it's a good opportunity, it's just kind of boring. Yeah. And you just don't care enough to 
dedicate your whole week to working for someone else for a cause that is not yours and that you would never do unless you were getting paid a significant amount of money. It's literally the definition of selling your soul if you don't like your job. You are selling your soul for it feels, a salaried amount. It feels like entrapment in a way where you're sort of forced to go there on a Monday to Friday or five days a week, whatever your shifts are. There are people who do uh, afternoon shifts and shit like that, um, working on weekends and, and all that. But it's the trap of actually getting caught, of feeling that you're caught. Like in it, you could you you need to make the money to live the lifestyle that you want. Yeah, and you lose sight of the fact that there are other options. Yeah, I mean, and get a little bit likes, scared as well. Yeah, you do. Everyone likes the security blanket of knowing when payday's coming and how mm-hmm. much you're going to get paid. But then, if you're really unhappy doing what you're doing, or you've got something else that you want to pursue that you feel like you've just kind of got on hold until the right time comes to quit your job. And when it when is the right time? Well, there's never a good time. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like it's probably the last couple of months I've really wanted to quit my job. But when I think back to it, it's probably the last 10 years Yeah, and that it, I haven't been happy and I've just been going through the motions and I've always had some sort of side hustle going on. So, you know, back in the day, it was personal training and an online program. Then how many domain names and <laughs> business names have I registered? I swear to God. How many are still active? Oh, heaps, because I could change my mind at any minute, even though what I'm doing now, which is um, I've started my own copywriting business, even though I'm pretty sure this is the end game for me, you never know. Some harebrained scheme will pop into my mind and you'll find me at three o'clock in the morning, like registering domain names and it's just crazy, but I'm always looking for a quick way to make money without having to do very much at all. But at the moment, yeah, I found a way to make money and it's not by doing very little at all. It's by doing heaps of work. So well, this, work, but this really last job that you that you had that was in town had to catch the train and all that uh, everything seemed it wasn't you never found your own space in it like when you're in the car you can drive home like I, I do these podcasts in the car and I have a little bit of downtime in there but you were catching trains uh, packed in like sardines walking oh. in the rain oh. carrying uh, like multiple bags. Oh God, I can't even. Packing your lunch every day, like. Yeah, just the wet train bag lady. <laughs> and stinky people. Oh my God, like deodorant people. You know I like my personal space at the best of times, yeah. but every time I was on the train, I used to want to try to take a photo of the current situation around me, but it was so tight you <laughs> literally couldn't pull your phone out of your pocket. Like you had, you lost all use of your hands. You're literally like just squashed in with your shoulders all crunched up and like people's thighs rubbing against yours and people doing stuff like playing the music on their phone on speaker on a packed train. <laughs> and no headphones or anything. It's just like straight on the speaker. Like seriously, why would you <laughs> suggest other people? Wow, wow, wow. Who doesn't understand that that's socially unacceptable? Unacceptable. <laughs> Can you please edit that bit out? <laughs> oh shit, I'm going to have to find it. Through Baron, I'm supposed to be like a wordsmith. Can you please edit that out? <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. But then I have to edit all this out too. Oh, shit. What do we do then? <laughs> we just let it roll. Because... Uh, I can talk normally, but I'm all nervous because I've got, I've got headphones on and like there's a whole table set up and there's a computer with like microphone levels and with stuff. With your, um, your waves of voice and it, mine are a lot bigger because <laughs> I've got a booming voice. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you do. You're a bit Barry White. Anyway, so yeah, I think you're right. Just having to do all that stuff like... It started from the second you wake up in the morning 
you know, you're in a rush to catch the train, go to park, walk, blah, blah, blah. And if the end destination that you're getting to is somewhere that you really don't want to be, mm-hmm. it's not fun. And I think for me, like, my well, situation... Yeah, sorry, just while, while the money's good and, and all that, like, the time it takes and... Um, the time it takes to actually recover from, like the you have the two-day weekend and by Sunday you're just starting to feel good and then Monday you flip around you have to go back into it again. Yeah, and I think for me, if I'm in a situation that I'm really not happy in, I let it kind of infiltrate every other area of my life, it which isn't a festers. good thing, but even though you might only be at the office from 8.30 to 5, that doesn't mean that the other, you know, 16 yeah. hours surrounding it, you aren't thinking, oh, I wish I didn't have to go there, I don't want to do this there's something else I'd rather be doing or there's other dreams that I want to pursue. And I guess, yeah, I was just really, really miserable for two months straight, morning, noon, night, all day, every day. And it felt uh, at the time it did feel a lot longer. Now, so you go from that into your business type A copywriting. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've just started that and then all of a sudden the work that you have done previous, uh, catching the train and all that sort of stuff is actually used in your actual like business now so like it all of a sudden the same amount of work that you're doing is you're actually doing more work now than what you did then yeah more work for sure because I start as soon as I get up in the morning sometimes I don't intend it to be that way but I just get sucked into the computer yeah and once you're on there you know it's hard to tear yourself away it's the other world and then even yesterday I worked for most of the day on a Saturday but I don't know I enjoy doing it and it's on my own terms so I can sit there in my pyjama pants and I can get a cup of tea whenever I want and I don't have to go to a mind-numbing meeting and listen to people talking about things I don't care about while pretending to care. And Yeah, it's my business. It's my thing. Like, I'm not doing it for somebody else and I don't know. It's all. It's really important. Yeah, you're not doing it for anyone else, but you're doing work for everyone else exactly. as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But the harder I work and the better job I do, the more clients I get, yep. you know, the better I feel about my business, the more money I get, you know, everything you do is for your own benefit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just feels like it's the right thing to do. So, you know, I'm big about that word alignment. Yeah. So it just feels like when you're doing something that you know is not the right fit for you and you feel really out of alignment with your life, you just kind of feel like a fraud. You feel like... Mike Ross from Suits, you know, like someone's going to come in at any money minute and go, you know, you don't know what you're doing. What are you doing yeah, here? And why are you here? We know you don't want to be here. This is our club. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's funny. But the name Type A Copywriting, mm-hmm. where does that come from? Oh, I think you know better than anybody where that <laughs> but comes I'll, from. I'll, I'll want you to explain to the, okay, to so the people. I think it would be fair to describe myself to the people. <laughs> It'd be fair to say that I'm the ultimate type A person, so I'm very regimented with everything, pretty much. I love my routines, um, I love my lists, my tasks, <laughs> my ticking of boxes. You love gold stars. Oh, God, I love gold <laughs> stars. Metaphorical gold stars, like, I just love getting that seal mm-hmm. of approval going, wow, you've done such a great job, you're amazing, A+, plus. go to the top of the class. <laughs> Like, Here's your we, apple, miss. We're teasing a chick on MasterChef at the moment, just a little Asian girl. I can't remember her name. Yeah, she's, she's, she's very nice and she's a stunning cook, but 
you can just tell that when they give her one little bit of harsh feedback, she's like, oh, my God. I've got a B minus. Yeah, and I yeah. needed to get at least an A. Like, that's me. Yeah. I'm not satisfied with a B minus. So. It is you, and it is you ticking off those lists. And yeah, and just let the record show I have never got a B minus except for one little indiscretion year in year 10 where I just didn't do any work and wagged and just done all sorts of things played, I shouldn't have been doing. Played up a little bit. Yeah. I did play up, but aside from that, straight A's. No B's. No B's. This is a B-free zone. I was a straight DC man. Mm. Like if I was, if I wasn't getting a C, I was getting a D. There was no, <laughs> there, was no there was no A B before. Like so, a, getting a B would be cause for celebration. That that was the A plus. Yeah. Yeah, getting a B was A plus, and you set a whole new low benchmark. Yeah, I couldn't wait to like put my B up on the fridge for Mum mm. to see. God, I would never have shown it to anyone. I would have burnt it. It's kind of like cutting a fat tag off the back of your jeans. Yeah. Like if you have to buy a certain size that you're not happy with, you just cut the tag off. <laughs> yeah, any B grade would have just disappeared like the back of a jeans tag. Well, I wouldn't have, like back at school, I wouldn't have even got points for effort majority of the time. Like every report that I got said, uh, he's, he's a nice boy, but gets distracted easy. Yeah. Everything was about about the distraction. I just wanted to go have fun, play sport, shoot hoops, like yeah, you know the what sport I mean. I can just run, you. yeah. Which is the complete opposite of what I am now. Mm. Like I don't want to run anywhere. Yeah, because we're old and fat. I yeah, I barely walk. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, I barely walk, and um, yeah, it's just like it, it's it's a complete polar opposite of what it was. Like now, I sort of feel like I study more. You do outside of like. They had, they had nothing like what it was at school at all. But this is what I mean. If we both went back to school now, you'd probably get straight A's and I'd probably get D's because <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to do what I'm told. I doubt I that. Do it. I doubt that. Yeah, Very well, much. if it's a competition, I'll be. Yeah, that's right. But there's no way that I'll die like, trying, I'm, getting, I'm getting A's and shit now because I don't put that shit to paper. All I do is talk about it. I don't know, you seem to have got smarter over the years, with all due respect. <laughs> I do mean that. With all due respect. <laughs> Everyone will be listening thinking, no, God. You know what, I'm very glad that you actually did give me that respect. <laughs> Jazz's wife's a bitch. And I am. And so is Jazz. Yeah. Jazz is a bitch. <laughs> don't let like the friendly talk on the podcast for you. There is no friendly talker, I don't think. Actually, think that makes like... it sound like you're an abusive husband or something. <laughs> just let the record show he's definitely not that. Like He is a nice guy. I he's do have moods. a gun to her head right now. Yeah. I'm doing this podcast. I'm reading play. off the cue card. <laughs> and it's well written, actually. Lucky uh, your copywriting's coming really well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, we sort of went off topic there, didn't we? Yeah, so that's yeah. where type A copywriting comes from. Yeah. Just being the ultimate type A person. And I guess my unique selling point would mm. be that you could always rely on me to get things done way yes. before I say I'm going to get them done. Before all, deadline. Yeah. yeah. If it's not perfect, it won't be for lack of trying and I'll do whatever it takes to ensure that the finished product is perfect. Um, but yeah, without meaning to brag, I suppose I do believe I'm pretty good at what I do. Really good, yeah. And the combination <clears throat> of being good at it and enjoying it makes it really feel like the right thing. Yeah, so like it's been, what, the first week first week now and you're doing like you're really enjoying it which is um which is awesome yeah and just the luxury of actually being able to focus on one thing so mm -hmm. previously i'd be at work at my actual job and i'd be secretly 
like quoting clients, creating proposals, actually doing copywriting work. Like I'd have my business email open mm. on my desktop <laughs> at work, constantly trying to minimize it when someone walked past. And in the end, actually just not giving a shit and not even minimizing it. Just, just being like, in front of them, yeah. me, I don't care. Um, taking, their, taking a laptop to their face. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just being able to focus wholly and solely on that one thing. And I feel like the universe has kind of given me a sign that it's the right thing mm. to do because I've got heaps of work on at the moment. Like in the first week off, like I've probably commissioned more than double the amount of work mm-hmm. or double the amount of earnings that I would have been paid That's great. in my salary job, which is pretty cool. It's a good start. Yeah, yeah and I can do it all in my DG, <laughs> known to most people as dressing gown. <laughs> we like abbreviations in this house. It's all acronyms. about those acronyms, yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. It is. All right, so type A, copywriting, and then you mentioned alignment before. Yeah. So where's that? How, how is that all coming about? Well... Just to give a bit of context, I'd say in my previous role, I've always worked in communications. So um, as a communications manager, um, in a previous role as a PR manager, mm-hmm. which for anybody that knows me <laughs> understands that that is so out of alignment with who I am. So I can talk the talk when I need to. And, you know, I'm a really good writer and I'm really interested in marketing and those are definitely my strengths. But when it comes to PR kind of stuff and networking and you know, going to social functions late at night and I don't drink. So, Luncheons. you know, being expected to, yeah, go to lunch and drink wine or go out like and kind of schmooze people. That's just not my thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, a real introvert. So that kind of, that sort of stuff just zaps my energy. And I find you if can I had something it. on, even in three or four weeks down the track, I'd start dreading it a month out just being like, oh, I don't want to go to this thing. I don't want to. Like, yeah, it was just uncomfortable for me. So I always felt like I felt like the ultimate Mike Ross when I was in that role. And just to go against type every day, it just really takes it out of you. And Like you can do it with the right, um, with the right situations, but when you feel forced to do something, yeah. then, you, then that's when you, you might be uh, standoffish and you, you don't necessarily want to want to do that and put yourself in that situation. Yeah. 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 I but, hate small talk. Yeah. I really do. And business talk. Oh, oh. no, that's not true. Cause I actually love business talk when it's about my business, business or something yeah. I care about, but I just hate small talk and fake talk. And I find it really hard to censor myself and I actually have a massive problem with authority. That's why I just, I'm totally and utterly unemployable. Yeah. I've come to that realization. Yeah. But I'm an awesome worker at the same time. Yeah, I just need right. to do it my way and yeah. I did it my way. I'm not going to sing on here. That would just be too much. <laughs> so, all right. So your alignment, you, you talk about um, in regards to uh, not doing that shit where you're going out for business luncheons. Ladies at lunch. Yeah, ladies at lunch or whatever or like, um, like things to boost the the company you're working for sort of thing, but like doing it in your role, your alignment was uh, to do copywriting from home, most of it online, on the phone, all that in your dressing gown. And that's where your alignment is coming. Is that where? Yeah. Just to do something that I'm really comfortable doing that I know I'm good at, that I enjoy rather than doing something that I have to really sort of, what's the word? 
have to recruit every resource in my body to make me be able to actually get the job done. So, you know, you go to work and you have to use all your effort to make small talk and, you know, pitch ideas in meetings and just do that whole thing. And by the time you get home, you're exhausted. And just the thought of it, before you even go there, you're exhausted. You find yourself in a constant cycle of dread just... And, yeah, I think it's fair to say that in the last few weeks leading up to actually taking the plunge, like, things got pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Things got pretty bad for me, like, mentally. Just being in a really negative space and just knowing that it was necessary to break free and just being so desperate to yeah. get out of there but being scared as well. And you needed to rock the boat and just uh, or totally just jump out of it. Yeah. Just, totally just jump out of it and actually take the plunge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think anybody would understand, you know, the fear involved in doing your own thing and not being able to rely on steady income or just having no security. But there comes a time where you just have to back yourself and just know that the universe has got you because it feels like so the right thing to do and the other thing feels so wrong. And when it starts affecting your health and like, you know, me coming home every night and there'd be times I come home and there'd be tears and there'd definitely be screaming and there'd definitely just be, just be mood, like just a and vibing, all of a sudden, bad vibes. And all of a sudden it is... It's just good vibrations kind of, now. Yeah. 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 And that was as close as a week ago, so... Yeah. And I really feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the bags under my eyes... <laughs> I feel like they've vanished by at least 70%. I you know was what? The, carrying the fact some that serious luggage. The fact that you're not upset and crying. Yeah, that's That's, that's like. always going to help, yeah. But seriously, like, don't look at them now. <laughs> but they were so bad. And I, I looked the other day and I thought, yeah, they're coming. They're coming along. <laughs> they, they're coming luggage. along. Yeah, soon yeah. I'll be able to go, what do they call it, when you fly without... Just check baggage only. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, no check baggage. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we've done just about twenty-two minutes. Oh wow, that was already. Good. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just flown on. So, if you'd like to continue, we can. If not, we can um, we can just sever. Well, what do you want to talk about? I feel like work stuff's boring. No one cares. Yeah, no, we're just doing this as a trial anyway, so we don't have to put this up. I'm just like saying that this is. This like, is unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> God. Do you want to hear how you sound? No. All right. Well, where can people find you online? You can find me at my website, taipeicopywriting.com.au or at Facebook, forward slash taipeicopywriting or on Insta, at Alicia Catcher. Um, how do you spell that? Well, everyone knows because you're going to say how to spell it, how to spell Catcher. At how do you spell Alicia? <laughs> <laughs> A-L-I-C-I-A Yes K-A-C-A-R Yeah So look look that up Yeah You'll see lots of I looked at my Instagram the other day actually and It was just Cats <laughs> Cake And Fitness expeditions But only the ones where I was looking thin and fit Like I wouldn't I certainly won't be posting any fitness expeditions For the last next couple of months Have you got any inspo quotes On there? Um, no, I don't think so. I'd have some... You've got to fight for your right to party. Oh, I'm done with partying. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to fight for that anymore. <laughs> like, you can have it. Yeah, I would have fought for it back then, but now it's a, it's a different oh, game. We didn't have to fight back, back then. <laughs> yeah, like, so we were twi- the party. We were twisting rubber arms. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, what were we talking about? No, I'm just going through your... Oh, um, inspo. Yeah. 
No, let me have a look what's on there. I wouldn't have any inspirational well, quotes. Well, like. while you're finding them. No, I was only joking. It doesn't matter, like. No, but I want to have a look now. I'll tell you what's on there. Anyway, you can find me at uh, www.facebook.com forward slash jazzcatcher. You so don't have to say facebook.com. But that's what it says. Just say you can find me at Facebook. Find me at Facebook. On for, Facebook. What, what would it be? At? Yeah. All right. So at J-A-Z-K-A-C-A-R. Jazz catcher. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to say that. Yeah. Everyone knows what Facebook is. If they're listening to a podcast, they yeah. know what Facebook is. Yeah. If you know, if you could find this, um, this podcast, you do know what Facebook is. What else have we got? Instagram. Jazz yeah. crackers. J-A-Z-K-R-A-C-K-E-R-S. And you've got Twitter, but... And I've got Twitter, but fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. At Jazzcatcher. Oh, no, it's as jazz, at Jazzcatch. I don't get that. J-A-Z-K-A-C-H. Twitter is the worst, and that is the worst Twitter handle. Like What, Jazzcatch? What's yeah, because you've just put a H on the end. Yeah, because it, like, you know how to say it. Yeah, but why don't we just change our whole name and just start spelling it like C-A-T-C-H-E-R, Catcher. That's well, what it is, you, like, I, I Catcher in the Rye. I, I told you what... Um, I could just use my new stage name. What? Jack Splitter. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's like a porn name, nearly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, Jack, like... Jack, Jack Splitter. Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're not going to call you that. We're just going to leave it there. Okay. All right. And uh, thank you all for listening. And thank you for being on, on my first guest on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Love good your talk. work. Love you work. Later. See ya. Please subscribe and rate if you enjoy listening to this podcast and help spread the love to other podcast listeners. Thank you for listening to You Can Call Me Jez.